Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. down on the table like that <laughs> oh kevin oh what are we gonna do so we're also going to talk about bugging in mm. and kind of preparing your homestead so that you can stay there for an extended period of time without any trouble mm-hmm. um one of the things has me thinking and, and taking a, a step back and a bigger look at everything i saw an article on on the economic collapse blog and I think it was called it's like a nuclear bomb went off and the idea is apparently since Trump got elected now nobody wants to prep anymore and everybody thinks it's going to be like Reagan all over again and we don't need to worry about it and what do you think of that Kevin? I'm not so so confident in that No? No I'm not a not a huge uh, Trump fan have some concerns. Um, so yeah, we hear like, you know, there was Ebola, there's all this stuff, and, you know, all these things that are crazy, there's still things you need to prepare for. Mm-hmm. Natural disaster. And I'm not sure. Economics, economic collapse could still be right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out our dollar isn't really getting any better. And Trump saying that he wants to spend another trillion? 
Doesn't sound encouraging for uh, inflation. No. Um, there's a lot of, uh, well, you have, uh, you know, natural disasters, all that, but mm -hmm. really the world is still in chaos, even though we're painting it in a little bit better light now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much uh, better of light it is, though, necessarily. I mean, I don't see anything really changed. No. Changed, you know? Hurricanes, tornadoes, snowstorms, you know, nuclear strikes, EMPs, solar flares. You know, still all out there, man. Obamacare, Trumpcare. Mm. Oh, that, make that it makes better? it better, right. right. Yeah. Then okay. we don't have to worry. All right, so as long as we can watch out for something like that. Mm -hmm. Socialized medicine is okay as long as it's a Republican doing it. Now you're getting it. See, Kevin, you were just a little slow to come on board. Mm -hmm. All right, so we had a, uh, you know, that episode on, on bug out bags already. And that was actually our highest downloading episode. So obviously a topic you guys are interested in, uh, you know, looking for. So uh, we actually expanded our lists, and we're going to kind of expand the whole thing and uh, dig pretty deep in how to prepare. So, Kevin, you have some new items? Yeah, well, we could just go through the, the whole list here. Um, All right, what do you got? Now, obviously, every bug out bag is going to be different. Different seasons, different people, different needs, different environments. Now, um, do you change your bug out bag from season to season, or at least add extra I, items? I usually do in the, uh, in the fall. But I usually don't in the in the spring, which means I end up carrying around bunches of stuff fall I don't bunch need. Of winter stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, the main thing that I'm concerned about, number one, is uh, headlamps. You know, flashlight, um, fire starters, and water purification tablets. Those nice. are the three three things that I so think. So water, has. fire, right, and and light. seeing. Yeah. Yep. yep. Another good thing to go with the headlamp is. Um, those uh, chem lights. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, I do. Crack those open. You can crack those open around your campsite. Uh, I keep, think we mentioned way back they have uh, tent stakes that mm -hmm. have the little chem lights tied to them yep. or glow-in-the-dark tent stakes. That's a big thing that uh, keep you from tripping over the damn wires. That's mm -hmm. not a bad thing. Uh, another thing, uh, keeping warm, especially depending on the environment. Right now... What I have in mind is just uh, just wool socks and, a, and an extra sweatshirt. Okay, that's not that's not necessarily enough, depending on the uh, the weather, right? You know? um, but just keep that in mind. Something that you know, wet socks are miserable, so always keep socks in there. Uh, another thing I throw in there: uh, fishing line and uh, uh, hooks. You know, you don't necessarily have to carry a big pole around with you or anything crazy like that. But if you got something you can make yourself into a uh, a fishing pole, then you can uh, at least at least uh, have a chance at catching something to eat for dinner. Right. Um, keep them warm. Uh, keep in shelter. Sleeping bag, tent, or tarp. Uh, some rope. Something to build a build a shelter if you're not bringing a whole tent with you. I've got a yeah uh, a three man tent that's usually a little bit too bulky to carry around with me. Okay. But if you have a, a I have a two man tent that I've been carrying. Um, it's not we took not fitting not, two not really too right. No, no, you're fitting yourself and your bag in there. So just keep that in mind if you're traveling with people. Okay. You're gonna want something uh big enough that you can all fit in and keep your bags in, keep from you know, keep from getting your bag all wet. Uh another way to do that, garbage bags. I keep keep some of those big uh trash bags in there. 
You know, you can put it over top of your bag if it starts getting rain or getting wet out. Yeah, you know, you no, can that's use it to huge. Patch I mean, tents. dry stuff. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's a big deal. Um, duct tape, obviously. Bandanas. Now, that's one of the things actually I wanted to mention was in, in the first episode we said duct tape. Mm-hmm. I want to upgrade it to gorilla tape. You're still on that gorilla I'm tape. Still huh? on the gorilla tape. All right. All right. Moving along. You said bandanas. <laughs> Bandanas, yeah. I mean, they come in handy with a, a lot of different stuff. Um, Ziploc bags, I'd throw in there. Uh, first aid kit. Um, that's probably something we should talk about a little bit, about what right. you want to have in your first aid kit. Uh, now, if you have Band-Aids and, and Tylenol, it's not really going to be a whole very no. effective. You know, you can you can get by without either of those things. Uh, you know, if you get a little boo-boo on your finger, you could probably... Probably survive for a few weeks with that. I don't know. Infection always does everybody in in mm-hmm. the survival books, right? Well, that's that's um, one of the things that I have in my first aid oh, kit is fish the antibiotics. Neosporin. Oh, uh, like a, uh, there's a lot of different things you can have rubbing alcohol. That's good because you can use it as a fire starter. And uh, um, I used to live down in, in Florida, and homeless guys there were buying rubbing alcohol and drinking it. Which is handy. They were, of course, all dying of alcohol poisoning, so they had to stop selling the gas stations. But, yeah, at least, uh, you know, it's something you can keep in the back of your mind. Um, It's good to have some sort of uh, a needle and and, uh, cat gut, some sort of a a thread for stitches, you know. You can use your fishing line, but, um, you know, there's, there's better stuff than that. Now, one of the upgrades that I've seen lately that I recently did to my bug out bag is, uh, the quick clot sponge. Uh, what is that? As opposed to the old quick clot. So the old quick clot, they were always like, eh, don't use it unless you're going to die. Because mm-hmm. the idea was you'd go, excuse me, to the emergency room and they'd have to pick out all the little crap that you just put in your right. arm. And it's like, you know, kind of like gunpowder kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. all a little black crap in there and whatever. Turns out they didn't like that. Okay. Now, it comes in a little sponge, uh-huh. so there's nothing. They just pull the whole thing out, and they're ready to go. Really? So, that's a big step up. It's actually less expensive now, mm-hmm. Quick Clot, than it used to be. So, Quick Clot, sponge, and an Israeli bandage. Now, you want a couple. I mean, it depends. How many, uh, you know, wounds are you planning on treating? Mm-hmm. If you're planning on only getting shot once, or... Falling on a stick and having it go through you once, then you're all right with one. Mm-hmm. But if you think that there's the possibility that you might get injured more than once on your excursion, mm-hmm. then maybe you have an in and out wound. Oh yeah, how klutzy are you? You know, you take that into account. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Okay. All right. Um, I like to do uh, ace bandages. Okay. Um, uh, if you go down. Um, Hang out in the seedy parts of town. You can buy uh, all sorts of uh, excellent drugs on the street. You know, Percocet, Vicodin, Valium, all those things. None of those are actually, uh, you know, very, uh, very good. They're good for pain relief, uh, but they're not really fixing anything. No, you since know? you're a badass? Yeah, I don't, I don't need any of that nonsense. So, what about fish antibiotics? I don't know. I keep hearing about this. Does that, do these really work? Are they really worth the money to put into them? I I know if you got an infection, and uh, things can end bad quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Antibiotics are a big turnaround when you get the typhoid fever or 
Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Gangrene. Gangrene, whatever. So, just something. Okay. All right. Uh, another another thing um, I like to have in there is I, I have a camel pack in mine. Um, yes, with water. the water, yep. You're going to have to have some way to carry water. Yeah. So whether it's collapsible water bags, uh, water bottles that you just pick up from the store and throw in there, because those you can really mash them down pretty good and, and open yeah. them back up, you know? Yeah. So some way to carry around water, and you're going to need something to cook your food in. So I like pot, those Stanley uh, little kits. I mentioned little, that last yeah, time. They have a little plate and uh, spoon fork and... Uh, and um, now, pan. you see, and I mentioned at some point along the way here the tactical spork, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. from K Bar. All right. Um, I like to use. Uh, I want to put that on your Christmas wish list. The yeah. tactical spork. Tactical spork. Ooh, that's serious stuff, man. Aluminum foil, excellent aluminum foil. for cooking on the. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, on the aluminum foil. If you have it, you can just wrap your food up and, and cook it right in the fire or in the coals, and. Uh, you know, it's good if you have a pan. It's good to throw that in there. You don't have to do the... I don't know if you have a, any experience trying to scrub out a pan in cold water. It doesn't matter how much soap you got in there. It's not... You're not going to get all that grease and nastiness out of there. It's a, it's a big nightmare. So, right. throw in some aluminum foil. It just makes things cleaner. Um, portable stove. A lot of people carry these. I don't have one, but they make them. They're pretty small. They're not yeah. too expensive. You know, it's it's... Probably worth worth having in your bag, right? I like cooking over the fire, but you know, on the go mm-hmm. and in a pinch, it's yeah. probably the better, you know, for quick and easy, and or maybe you don't want to have a fire with smoke and mm-hmm. seen from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can cook that portable stove. Yeah. You're pretty discreet, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they're pretty quick to set up and pretty quick to take down. I know I was uh, on a hiking trip, and uh, one of the guys I was with uh, decided that when we took a break get some water and, uh, you know, take five. He, he broke out his ramen noodles and tried to cook up his, uh, his food right there. And then, um, and they're pretty quick, man. They, they get that water going and, uh, you're in business pretty fast. Um, multi-tool. All right. Good to have around, you know, obviously you want your survival knife, but, uh, a multi-tool that's got, you know, pliers and then all those other things on there is definitely comes in handy. Last thing I have on the list that I think is pretty important that a lot of people overlook is cash. Right. You know, keep an extra hundred dollars in there. Just, just uh, you know, even a, you know, tens and twenties or tens and fives. Keep small denominations. Keep it off to the side somewhere where you know nobody's going to find it. Nobody's going to see it. Uh, it's fine to have a wallet with cash in it, but keep some cash in your bag. Yeah. No, that sounds right. Um. Yeah, you're I mean, not gonna you're not gonna uh, you know stop by somebody's backyard and and uh, talk them into uh, you know giving you some some uh, food to take with you with a credit card. You know, no, that doesn't work. No, so I think that's uh, that's All pretty right. important. So only some of the only things I see that you know we we might overlook from before. Just a quick recap. Um, I know we had uh, what is it? Uh, bug spray, uh, sunblock. Um, let me see, you said flashlight, I had the life straw, um, snare wire I had, I had a map and a compass, I don't know, I think Oh yeah, I did compass. leave that off the list, yeah. Map, map and compass, I had the SAS manual, but, so anyway, so now that we kind of recapped and, and expanded a little bit, I also wanted to talk about kind of bugging in. 
Yeah, now that we've got done with the bugging out bag, right. let's talk about why bugging out is a terrible idea. <laughs> well, um, when there's roving the gangs, I don't know. If you have the option, you know, it's, it's, it's a dangerous uh, situation. Um, it's usually better to stay put if you yeah. have the option to do that. Um, you know, you go get out, you jump in your car, and next thing you know, you're on the thruway in a traffic jam. Yeah. Or the road's closed, or a bridge is out. Or roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, ambushes, all that sort of stuff. And now maybe I'm being a little bit crazy with ambushes, but I'm a crazy person. You are crazy, um, so I can back you up on that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Unfamiliar terrain, that sort of stuff you're climbing around in places you don't know about. You, you know, you Almost get seems like you did some research yep. on this. A little bit, a little bit. All right. Hot and cold, man, that's hot, you know, that's that can be really dangerous for, uh, you know, for kids. If you've got kids with you and it's hot out or it's cold, frostbite and hypothermia and uh, heat stroke are no joke, you know, okay. when, when you're actually dealing with them. So, I mean, if you can stick around your house, you can avoid a lot of these things. You're not going to have to be humping around I in the woods. I know if you did the year supply of survival food. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? Honestly, forget the year supply, which was awesome if you got it and mm-hmm. good. And I like that you guys are, are stepping it up. But you have, what, probably a week of, work of food in your cabinet in your or cabinet, whatever? Now imagine yeah. putting that on your back and carrying all that food that you got in your pantry right now. Mm-hmm. That's some serious weight. Right. That's You're not right there. That. If you take all that, what else can you bring? Mm-hmm. Even if you pack your bag like a Tetris, uh, you know, game of Tetris... You're not going to get more than a week or two of food. And, and that's, you know, that that's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Right there, you know, unless you have the bug out location that's pre-staged. And guess what? If you already did that, then these things we're talking about for, for prepping for bugging in, mm-hmm. you could do those at your bug out location. Right. So we're going to hook you up. All right. So what, what type of thing? So... Having a year's supply of uh, survival food. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about Alex Jones is selling um, furniture? No, not the Alex. No. (laughs) We could get furniture made out of food. I didn't know anything about it. I haven't looked into it, but I've been hearing about it. Now I'm going to have to uh, look into this. I don't know that I really need a chair or a table. Kind of excited. Uh, No, sounds interesting, but uh, sounds a little bit. A little bit over the top for me. Little Alex little... Jones is a little bit past where I'm at on the crazy scale. All right, so you're saying you lost? We lost you at Alex Jones. <laughs> as soon as somebody Alex was like Jones Alex lost Jones, me at gold foil babies. Oh, the gold foil babies. Exactly. So, all right, we uh, got our survival food, and mm-hmm. like I said, you know, find the one you like. It really is a good idea to actually sample some of the food. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong to, you know, I, I, I keep posting it on Facebook when I see it, uh, my Patriots ply every once in a while, they'll do a month of food for 99 bucks for free shipping. Mm-hmm. To me, that seems like a pretty good idea. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And, but again, that's one person, one, one month person for one month. Right. So what is that? If you're a family of four, that's a week. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, but 99 bucks. It's going to last. It comes in nice, easy to st- stick away. Yeah, we ought to start doing this. Selling this for a month. We could do it for 98 bucks, and I'll send you Ooh. a 20-pound bag of Well, rice. no, because the cool thing is they sell it for like 217 normally. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's like every, you know, like once every other month I see, oh, 99 bucks. Uh-huh. So whatever. No problem. But buy the $99 thing and then try some of it out. Yeah. See if it's something you're going to be willing to eat. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe it's wide, wise food storage. Um, I know Sam's Club has, it's either wise or mountain something food. Yeah. There's a bunch of them that are... You know, good, but see what sits with your stomach, you yeah. know? And the food that you're bugging out with, food in your bug out bag, yeah, is different than what you want to stockpile in your house. Okay. Uh, the stuff in your bug out bag is going to be, I like to go with the freeze-dried stuff. Yeah. Um, Mountain House has a lot of good stuff. Even MREs, even, whatever. Yeah, MREs, even the um, ramen noodles and the instant lunch things, real lightweight. And they've got calories. They don't have a whole lot of nutritional value, but they've got calories in them. But in your house, that sort of stuff, those mountain house food uh, meals are expensive. You know, you're yeah. going to be spending, you know, seven, eight, twelve, fifteen dollars. Right. And you're paying for it to be neatly packed and right. convenient and, and lightweight. Right. Now we talked about, you know, the big buckets. So we can bring it up again. You know, like filling the five gallon buckets with rice. Mm-hmm. Um, rice, filling, spaghetti, any sort of pasta. Pasta great. you can keep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the canned food, your rotation. Right. All this stuff, you can really make your house a fortress. Because how cool are you if you can really be worrying about security instead of out scavenging for food or mm-hmm. whatever. If you can just be taking care of your house. Right. That might be. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, in, in some of these long-term uh, disaster situations we've talked about, it's going to be the first one or two weeks where... where it's really starting to get dangerous, you know? Right. Where you really want to keep inside. After that, the weak ones will start uh, start climbing back in their bed and, and go to sleep and uh, not wake up. And that's, yeah. I mean, right away, you're ahead of the game. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So, you know, I know we talked about in the EMP episode, um, you know, I have uh, radios, mm-hmm. and you're going to want radios. Right. Now, I have mine tucked away so that they're going to last through an EMP and then Mm -hmm. I can pull them out. But that's something cool when you're bugging in. If you can have somebody out looking out Mm -hmm. and they can get back to everybody else, that's huge. Right. Um, It doesn't have to be an EMP. Uh, Well, that's what I'm saying. You have the EMP, it's great. Um, We we talked about night vision. Mm -hmm. Night vision, if you're trying to defend your house in a tactical way. Right. That's kind of cool. Again, you don't need to step up to that level. We've told you guys you can pace yourself and and do what you have to do. But night vision is another thing where, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to make a difference. Right. Uh, Another thing to keep handy, uh, you know, I know we've talked about ways to uh, purify water, to store, you know, get water at the beginning of an emergency, that sort of thing. But you can uh, get gallon jugs of water at the grocery store. You can get the 24-pack of bottled water. Now, and that's not going to go bad. Here's, that's fine. Right. Here's one of the things that I did. I keep about, I would say, 24 gallons of water. Mm-hmm. But And I, I mentioned, you know, that I had that water bob. Again, a great prep in, you know, bug in kind of prep. Mm-hmm. Is that water bob with the pump. I have that. That's something um, that, you know, I can keep under the bathroom sink. And then, say the end of the world comes, I have a generator. I can 
run my well for 20 minutes, fill up the water bob, fill up the washing machine, fill up all my empty gallon jugs because I drank them all. Mm -hmm. And I had to run the generator for a half hour. And now I can store everything again. So Mm -hmm. spending the 20 bucks, what that adds to your water storage on that water bob, it's huge. And, you know, with you saying buying the gallon jugs, now I have all those containers I can fill up, I can shut the generator off, and everything's good. Right. It's not very, uh, you know, it's not very handy if you don't have containers to actually fill with water. Right. You know, even if you don't have water in those containers. Yeah. Um, you know, I know I mentioned that uh, I used to keep gallon jugs in my uh, freezer mm-hmm. when, you know, I have a big upright, you know, freezer with, you know, half a cow in it. And then having some gallon jugs, where, you know, as the space comes available. One, I have gallons of water. And two, it's going to keep things cold a right. little You've bit longer when the power is down. In your, in your freezer when the power is down. Um, another thing are tools. What mm-hmm. kind of tools do you think? Uh, Prepping for the end of the world. Yeah, like most you're running people a don't actually know how to use hand tools anymore. Oh. So, uh, you know, get your practice on that saw, man. Get That's that it. hammer going. I had to say, one, a chainsaw, not that much gas can go a long way. Right. Um, right. A green you can stock axe. up on, on wood for uh, for a long time on one tank of uh, chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, a good axe makes really light work of things. If you have a nice, sharp axe and, you know, something quality, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, certain things don't matter to me. And again, if you're going to use your axe one time in your life, then go buy the Home Depot freaking $15 axe. Mm-hmm. But I have like a $75 axe, yeah. and it's like, oh, yeah. I remember when you got it. Got it. You were very proud of this. You exciting. still sleep with it in your bedroom, don't it you? It is in the bedroom, <laughs> you know? So, you know, we got our priorities. uh um, uh, a pick, shovel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those you know, are going to be doing fence. Yeah, um, picking a shovel is a a nice. I use those thing. in my yard at least at least once a month. You never know in the end of the world. Maybe bolt cutters. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's not something you're going to use a lot. Maybe that's something you pick up at Harbor Freight for twenty bucks. Right. Wait till they have the coupon, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, the coupon, the coupon. And then, you know, you buy your $20 bolt cutters. Yeah. That's not... Yeah, I mean, they're definitely... That's definitely something handy. I uh, I got some bolt cutters and some padlocks that I right. keep in my car now. I know... Uh, I haven't used them yet, but, you know, at some point, I know I'm going to see somebody's lock on a chain over a road somewhere that I'm going to have to check it out. And then I can lock it up, and I'm the only one that has the key after that. Nice. Now, you know what? Yeah, now maybe some padlocks. Mm-hmm. Maybe extra padlocks or something for the, you know... Yeah. For keeping around the home. Um, so shovels, things you can deal with, fencing. Um, you know, I, I was thinking, and, and this is something I haven't added to my prep yet, but, uh, you know, you can buy it like tractor supply or something. You can buy like a mile of freaking barbed wire. Yeah. And I don't know, does barbed wire really stop people? I think it does. It's going to slow them down mm-hmm. on people coming in. Yeah, have you ever tried to climb through a barbed wire fence? It's, it's not, not easy. Fun. It's not easy. You know, and, and it's going to definitely slow them down at night. Yeah. I've climbed over a lot of chain link fences. Yeah, they I've don't, never they don't climbed over you. a chain link fence that had barbed wire on the top. On the top? I've never tried it. I'm not going to try it. It's going to have to be an emergency to get me over that fence. Man. And that's, that's you know, one of these things. It's, you know, you need to... 
Mm-hmm. You know, what's important? Um, do you have seeds? Are you going to be able to keep going with your right. garden? Right. Um, you know, a important. lot of people go and pick out whatever seeds yeah. at the beginning of the season. Right. Um, I know companies like My Patriots Play, and I'm not really pitching for them. I don't know why, you know, they keep coming up. But they uh, they have that seed ball. And, you know, I see on eBay all the time for like 20 bucks, you can buy like 20,000 seeds, but it's supposed to be a good variety. Right. You know, I I think if you just type in survival seeds, Mm -hmm. you'll see a bunch of packages all together. And, you know, why don't you try some out? Yeah. Make sure the seeds uh, are going to germinate and and work. I usually uh, collect my seeds from my my garden. And then... And keep them keep them uh yeah. you know in the house but i mean it's it's a good thing to do you can pick them up seeds are not expensive That's, and you can keep them up they'll store in a you can just stick them in a drawer they say a couple years mm-hmm. i mean you know and really it's like every five years mm-hmm. you're you're not gonna buy your survival seeds for 20 bucks and then keep those for 20 years oh i'm good i have those right that's not gonna work but if every four years you spend the 20 bucks mm-hmm. And why don't you try planting the seeds in the meantime? What? You know, plant your garden. Get your garden going in the meantime. I like that. seeds. Um, one of the other things, and this is actually where I would run the opposite way from my Patriot Supply. They sell a year supply of coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, so I was reading it, and I'm like, all right. And it's probably freeze-dried. I don't know. Like instant coffee. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it is instant coffee. But uh, I'm reading it, and it says 720 servings, and it's 79 bucks. But I can go to Sam's Club and buy the big tub of Folgers. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this is coffee, but I can make a filter out of a rag. Right. And I can put two tablespoons and make my coffee every morning. And I can get 360 servings for 10 bucks. Right. So I can buy four of these containers for 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, over two years worth of coffee versus the one. And then every. Four or five years, I can throw those out or drink them, whatever, mm-hmm. and start over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I, you know... I want to go I've, through the end of I've the world had, with coffee. Yeah, I've, I, I am not a huge fan of instant coffee, well, these but I've are, had mornings with, uh, with no, no coffee. coffee, and instant coffee is better than that. Yes. Uh, but, but that's it. If I can have the Folgers coffee. for almost nothing. Yeah. I have a friend that's always telling me about making a cowboy coffee. He calls it, where you just... just uh, have hot water, and you just throw the grinds in there. Throw the ground up beans yeah. in there. And no, yeah, that's not uncommon, and it's not all that horrible. Yeah, you got to get just used to how out. you sip it. Uh-huh. No, that's it. That's if right. you if you just like let it kind of settle out, you just got to kind of go slow with the cup, mm-hmm. and uh, that works out. Um, so all right, what else we got? Guns, guns, guns. Um, you know. Guns. Need I say more? Mm-hmm. Guns and ammo. Ammo. What is it? That's Nobody ever thing. says I had too much ammo. Damn mm-hmm. it! That's now. the thing. Um, you know that's that's something that is a uh, long term storage. No, no big deal. You know, get a box once a week, once a month. And the uh, cool shells. You know, you're, if you're getting stuff for a twenty two or something like that, you're not even spending a lot of money. No. You know? um, even now, when twenty two long rifles hard to come by, you can still go in at the local place and about nineteen bucks buy three seventy five four hundred bullets. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have right. to wait every third week they have a sale. You right. know, oh, right. But uh, you know, rabbit hunting, 
squirrel hunting, all the, you know, 22 would take care of a lot of, uh, you know, foods. I mentioned in the past, one of those gamo guns. Mm-hmm. Um, huge on being silent and, you know, thousand mm-hmm. rounds for 10 bucks. Right. And you can eat squirrels and rabbits all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, not so successful with woodchucks with the gamo gun. No? It's been my experience. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey, the little stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, well, you're going to have to think about uh, heat in your house. Heat and cold. I mean... I was going to mention it. I like you brought it up. Make sure, I you, make sure you got a, a good stockpile of blankets. You know, if you're broke, go to Goodwill and get a bunch of blankets. Right. Make sure you wash them, because if you get them from Goodwill, they're going to be covered with fleas. Yeah, I'm worried um, about bed bugs. That yeah, just, I'm not buying my blanket in. But, you know, what you really should be thinking about is a, um, you know, some sort of a fireplace or a wood stove. Fireplace, not so much. Wood stove is really how to go if you want to heat your house right. without electricity. Now, I have a, I, I was actually very worried about this, um, as far as heat in the winter. Um, if power went out for a week... In mm-hmm. the Northeast here, that can be, you know, deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I was, like, always trying to come up with a plan. And my first initial reaction was, I need to set up a wood stove. And I'm just going to drill a hole in the wall and run it and do what I have to do and whatever. I, I'm steering away from that. I, I like that. And if mm-hmm. you have a fireplace or a wood stove, you're awesome and I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. All right? Right out of the gate. What I did is I make sure I keep my oil tank over half full mm-hmm. and then I been I bought one of those kerosene heaters. Yeah. Now, you can put your heating oil in your kerosene heater. Mm-hmm. Problem is it smokes. Right. And it's maybe even going to be a little questionable with a little carbon monoxide and whatever. A little poisoning. You might die. <laughs> I don't know if that carbon monoxide detector is still working after the EMP. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. But bottom line, I, I wouldn't say use your heating. Don't use diesel or heating oil initially. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying at the end of the world, it's better yeah, than freezing, freezing to death. death. Yeah. The others, and you can go through your whole oil tank that way. Mm-hmm. And you know what, honestly, I've run it with those inside the house with people. Nobody died. No one died. The roof got a little smoky, I think, in the room you're in right now. You can uh, see some smoke stains. The... But uh, over here, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, But that doesn't, you know, it's better than freezing to death. Now, the upside, you guys may have heard me mention, um, renovating my uh, side yard. And I'm building an outdoor fireplace. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm building, actually, a grill, a, a smokehouse, a, a oven, and a fireplace. And yes, it's possible I took on a little bit too yeah, especially much. especially since you're already building a, a little house at the same time. And now that I'm, like, two years into this, mm-hmm. building the side yard project. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I might have overstepped a little bit. But hey, the outdoor kitchen, that's the ultimate bug-in setup right there. Um, I don't know. I think that's like the gist of it. Uh, stuff to set up trip wires. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, home security. I know we yeah. mentioned in that home security episode. And just think about, uh, you know, think about all the shit you have in your garage. All the stuff you have crammed in your basement. You know, there's a lot of useful stuff in there. If you uh, If you know how to use it, know where to keep it. So... You know, one of the things I like to do, everybody does the spring cleaning. 
you know, do your cleanup. Keep an eye on where you put things. Keep an eye on where you're storing things. Yeah. When you're, ah, hell, where's that thing? Where's this thing? Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a nightmare. One of the one of the things, like I was watching today on Facebook, some guy had a, he rigged up a bicycle. So the bike chain ran a table saw blade. Mm-hmm. And he was pedaling it and chopping through wood really? like crazy. I didn't think it would be fast enough. Mm-hmm. And maybe he used gears to yeah, speed it up. Yeah, have gears to get it going that fast. But I got to tell you, the guy was zipping through it and it was pretty freaking awesome. And I'm thinking, you know what? To set up those gears and do all that, it would be a hell of a lot easier to set up a bicycle-powered table saw now when mm-hmm. I can go to the store and buy the shit I need right. than trying to do it later, mm-hmm. is how it seems to me. Yeah. And not that you need a freaking table saw at the end of the world, but what I'm saying is maybe do a little planning. Hey, what would make my life easier? Yeah. Yeah, I knew a, a friend of mine had a um, a water collection system that he had... He had paid for the whole system. He got right. it, got it all shipped out, and uh, he was trying to uh, assemble it all. And realized he was missing pieces and was okay. uh, was down at uh, Home Depot's where I, where I ran into him. Yeah, and he said the parts at Home Depot were half the price of the stuff that he had got online for the system specifically. Yeah, I mean these these are sorts of projects that you can set up now, right, and have in place for when uh, when you need them. You know? And that's really. I'm like, not gonna. I'm not gonna drink the water that runs off my roof. No. Um, right now, but if I'm thirsty enough, I'm gonna have no problem drinking that. No, you'll be all right with mm-hmm. that. And that's that's the whole thing. I mean, that's what this podcast is about. You know, it's about preparing and being ready. And that's what you guys need to do because planning ahead. I gotta say, it's so much easier to deal with these problems now when we can run to Home Depot. When we can go do all these things, and it's mm-hmm. gonna, you know, pay off. Yeah, but that's that's about what I got. You got anything else for kind of? Yeah, it was uh, oh last week. John Glenn. John died. Glenn did die. He was pretty uh pretty badass guy, man. Um, so I was looking at through through some of his stuff here. Yeah. So uh, fifty nine combat missions in World War Two. That's a badass. 63 combat missions in Korea with the Marines and 27 with the Air Force. Wow. Uh, he was a test pilot. Um, test, uh, he was testing uh, cannons and machine guns at high altitudes and, and jets. Uh, first transcontinental flight averaging above supersonic speed, which is pretty legit. That, that is pretty impressive. Uh, first, first man, uh, first American to orbit the moon. All right. Or not the moon, the, the Earth. Okay. Orbit the Earth. Um, worked for, uh, started out in the Marines. Um, was working for, as a test pilot after, after Korea. Then started working for NASA, still in the Marines. Um, uh, and he also worked as an executive for Crown Royal Cola. Which I did not know. Ooh. The worst of all, all soda companies. Oh, that but he hurts. was a, an Ohio senator for four terms, um, and just to prove that he's a badass, he went back to space just a few years ago, about ten years ago when he was at seventy-seven. Um, could have been years ten years ago. ago isn't he's ninety-five. Now, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. But um, oldest man in space. Oh, so, he's got that in his. 
Arsenal. That's right. That's right. Ed, Ed Harris played him in uh, The Right Stuff, and you, you know you got to be a badass to have Ed, Ed, Ed Harris play. Really, him. if they make a movie called The Right Stuff about you, you're doing all right. right. Yeah. He's, so he's a, you know, American legend here. Uh, just uh, make note of it, you know. We lost another great one. But, uh, you know, he had a long life and uh, did a lot of cool stuff, man. A lot of cool stuff. That's it, man. You go out on top. Mm-hmm. Hey, this guy went on the edge all the time. You know, everyone's like, well, yeah, at least I live my life to the fullest. You know, you die at 35, but mm-hmm. you're jumping motorcycles right, off, whatever. Right. This he guy did, did all that shit <laughs> and then lives to 95. Yep. So, not bad. Not bad. All right. If they want to get a hold of us. PreppingBadass at gmail.com. Now remember, Patreon, you're still available. Um, I have some other things, but I guess I'll hold on to that for Patreon. I I saw some cool things I'll have to discuss with you later. Um, Also, I'm going to try and put some of these uh, links to all this stuff back to our Bug Out Bag page, some other stuff in the show notes. Check us out, you know, PreppingBadass.com. Um... Check us out on uh, the YouTube, Prepping Badass on YouTube is the channel. Mm -hmm. Um, You might want to subscribe. Maybe we can put together a bug out bag video. Probably work something out there. Otherwise, stay safe and we will talk to you guys next week. Listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.